Rue if she completes the program with Sable and gets good grades. So hopefully we see Zero and Yohei, the mercenary, uh, Catface Johnson, uh, you know, partway through or at the end or something. I'm just waiting. I'm just going to keep watching until Catface Johnson shows up and then it'll be 10 out of 10. So. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam the Bomb, and of course with me every week is Nick. Yahoo! And Danny. Yo! And we're finally here to give you the spring first impressions. I know we're late because we're already like a little bit before halfway through the season, but I still want to give you the first impressions and figure out what we're watching for the rest of the season. Um, I don't know, man. A lot of shows on here look really fun, and I had a lot of fun watching, uh, sampling most of these. Um, some of them I was kind of like, eh, that's, we're not going to do that one. Uh, but, you know, we can talk about that on the way. On the way, bitch. So let us know what you're watching. Um, I'm very excited for some other ones that we're going to do in next week's batch that we didn't do this batch, so <clears throat> can't wait for First Impressions Part 2. But uh, yeah, what do you guys? Uh, what do you? 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 What do you, uh, you think you're gonna load up this season or no? I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm gonna load up. I don't. Want I have no to. idea. Out of this batch, uh, probably few. Probably few for mm. sure. Spy Family and a couple, couple mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. What about you, Danny? Uh, we're probably gonna load. I'm gonna load up. Share There's the load, Frodo. There's. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot that I'm really enjoying. Oh yeah, and, the, and there's also the uh, sequels, right? Yeah, I which forgot about too. that shit. Golly, which, which in like a couple weeks we will be doing a sequel episode. So we're basically we're just going to be doing like spring season, spring season sequels. <laughs> uh, yeah, but pretty like, much. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. So like, we'll we'll be doing that in a separate season because we didn't want to be like. How we normally do it before we were like, oh, My Hero Season 5? Yeah, it's cool. If you're watching it, you're watching it. Okay, moving on. So this way we get to talk about what we're still hanging on to from, you know, last season or the year before or whatever. So, <clears throat> but yeah, let's just jump into it, dude. Uh, let's just do it. Uh, links.animesummit.net. That's where you can find everything right there. Uh, where to listen, where to join the Discord, YouTube, subscribe. Patreon.com slash Summit. Become a patron today. Get some exclusive podcasts. And uh, things like that. Get some episodes early. Um, you know, if I if I get them edited early enough, then you can have them early. And then, yeah, dude, uh, let's just do it. Listener question of the week, Nick. This is by Noxos. And Noxos. the question is, what is the angriest an anime has ever made you? And for them, it was the end of Pancreas. Hmm. Or that was a movie, right? I want to I want to eat, eat your pancreas. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it was a movie. I haven't seen that one yet. Did they um, actually eat the pancreas? Is that what what made him angry? <laughs> Did he actually eat it? Like, um, I need Elf to watch that lead, one. Elfin lead made me pretty pissed off. Yeah, Elfin lead's kind of disappointing. It's one of those. Aiken also really got me pissed. Here we go. <laughs> um. Dude, Aiken was pretty fucking good. I 
and I've, I've mentioned this before, so I don't really... I mean, so uh, Tenjo Tenge is one that pissed me off um, because it starts off really good, and then apparently there's a whole arc called the flashback arc, and it takes up, like, the whole middle of the show, like, from episode 8 to 21 or something. It's dumb. And the reason why that's annoying is because they set up these really cool characters who are the main characters of the story. But then for most of the damn show, you're watching these other characters to set up the villain. And it's just like, it didn't, it did not need this much. You could have done this in like one or two eps or none at all. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently yeah. the manga is like way better. And there is like a, an arc called the flashback arc. But like, I think they do it a little later. <clears throat> I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, that made me really mad. Uh, Nick, everything makes Nick mad, so I don't know. First of all, <laughs> I don't get mad. I get stabby. stabby. Okay. <laughs> that was my fat Tony. Uh, I don't know. I don't really get mad at, uh, for real, though, I don't really get mad at anime, but if I had to pick something, maybe like disappointed. Okay. So here we go. Plastic Memories. This is an interesting one because it had a good, good, uh, intro or a good opening and a good ending to the, to the show. But the middle was a mess. <laughs> so I was disappointed in the middle of that one. It was like a reverse Oreo. It was like an Oreo made out of cream, and then you had the cookie on the inside. Okay. Yeah. That actually sounds pretty good, Loki. <laughs> Your fingers would get all smudged from the cream, too, so there's that. <laughs> but that was one of those like sad uh, uh, dying girl tropes, like robot. It was kind of like Chobits a little bit, I think. Which I haven't seen Chobits, but it, people say it's similar. So I'd say it's still worth checking out Plastic Memories, you know, if you want to feel a little sappy. But yeah, the the, the middle of the show is kind of is kind of a mess. So it's it's not as good as the they knew how to start and they knew how to end it. I always say that. So, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I also get mad when characters just don't fuck. But that's not that's kind of a generic anime thing. That's not <laughs> that's not just one show. Sure. Yeah. I guess in uh, what do you, what do you call it? My dress up darling when they're like literally about to bone and then they don't. It's like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? Use that duck. Um, speaking of tropes, anyway. tropes that are, you know, un- that we that are annoying to oh, us. Oh, you know what? You know what? Fuck this. Berserk twenty sixteen. <laughs> that made <laughs> me mad, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Just the whole show. Just the whole show. Yeah. Cause like they just they just like disrespected a, a classic manga and it's like what the fuck we finally get a sequel in this way this is how you do yeah yeah um speaking of tropes or things that uh annoying tropes or whatever I guess it on the um, strictly series podcast and there is a uh, they do an anime section where uh, where it's just strictly anime called strictly anime podcast. Then they have a, a show called Strictly JoJo, but I guessed it on the Strictly Anime, and um, we talked about tropes, so that was really funny. Uh, but yeah, you should. I'll, I'll remind you again when it gets closer. I think it's next week. Um, but yeah, dude, um, we talked about tropes and it was funny. We were yelling at people. Uh, dude. Okay, Waifu and his bandit. Let's go. Waifu is Iko Tsukimi from Ya Boy Koming. And Husbando is Lloyd Forger from Spy Family. Yeah, single father. Single father. He's technically still a single father. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's that's Sen's kink in the Discord. 
Yeah, single fathers. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> I can spring, make them single. I can make them single. Spring, dude, let's start. We're gonna start at the malice and go down. Um, every other, um, and then batch two will be every other beyond that. So like, uh, I lost the damn page. Hold on a second. There we go. So yeah, obviously, Spy Family is at the top because it was really hype, really popular. Um, but yeah, we'll just start with Spy Family. I also want to mention something as well. Um, I'm a little sick, if you can't tell. So like, bear with me if do I you want, do. You want do you want us to do the intro stuff so you don't have to talk as much? Yeah, I mean, just uh, let's do it. Just yeah, let's do it. Lay the shit down with the studio and director and whoever you know, whatever you got to do. Yeah, just lay it. Planning down. on the podcast. Planning on the podcast. Yeah, so I can conserve. But yeah, I yeah, I, I just uh, drink, it's not drink some of that Kongming juice. <clears throat> it's not COVID. Okay, we took tests, so we're good. But yeah, Dude, I was about to say, put on a fucking mask, Sam. You're about to make me sick. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. My bad. <laughs> we're in the same voice call. <laughs> <laughs> the whole podcast is like this because I'm wearing a mask. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. talk with your teeth really close together so the particles can't escape. <laughs> <laughs> Filtered through my teeth. Yeah, dude. All right. Uh, yeah, Spy Family, do it. Okay, so, yeah, we, like Sam said, we're doing every other. Uh, the, the the show has changed, so it's not exactly every other, but roughly. And we did, we did uh, 10 shows this batch, give or take, and we're going to do a similar number next week. Which still isn't every show this season. There's a lot of shows, so if we miss something, let us know. Yell at us. We're in Discord all the time. Uh, okay, but here we go. Spy X Family. You got to put the X so you can search for it. This is by Studio Cloverworks and Wit Studio. I don't know who was the primary one. I think it was it was both. Uh, and also, this is currently the number two ranked anime on my anime list. That's how you know it's pretty good. Um and I think it, frankly, deserves it. It's better than every other anime ever made, except for Full Metal Alchemist, as we all know. Right? Am I right? Danny and Tom? Anybody? Mm, that's your uh, <laughs> the, the recency bias is very strong on my anime list. <laughs> we didn't mention that in our in our crapping on the top uh, 100 pod for Annie list, but a lot of recency bias. Anyway, oh, I think we did. I think, I think you said something about it, but yeah. We didn't we didn't yell about it enough. We didn't scream about it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We didn't yell about it enough. But getting back to Spy X Family, I'm just gonna keep calling it Spy X Family. I know you're supposed to say Spy Family, but okay, Spy X Family. Uh, who's the manga cover this one? Uh, we Tatsuya, read this in Tatsuya Endo. We read this in manga book club, or uh, we're mostly <laughs> caught up to it. I think we're a couple volumes behind. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, who is it again? It's Tatsuya, Tatsuya Endo. Tatsuya Endo. Okay, this is a great fucking manga. Um, Bi-weekly and Shonen Jump Plus app. Yeah, the manga itself is ranked 60 and 24 popularity. So this is, it's pretty simple. It's a story about, you got three main characters. You have a character who is a spy, a character who is an assassin, and a character who is an an esper, a telepath. And none of them know that the other one is what? Like, none of them... Know they about the other know. character. <laughs> Anya knows that that Lloyd is a spy and yeah. Yor is well, an assassin. Yeah. The main thing is they Lloyd can't. And they Yor don't let don't each other know. know. Yeah, yeah, they don't let they don't let each other know what they are, and um, it's pretty funny. There's a lot of hijinks. So yeah, Anya is the she's the little kid. She's like roughly four or five years old. I think she lied about her age, so she's like four. But <laughs> oh, she claims to be six, so she's probably yeah, she's four or five. Um, 
And she's adorable. And then you have uh, Lloyd is the he's like the spy, and then Yor is the assassin. And they, you know, they're the family. They're trying to blend in with society and and put Anya through the prestigious uh, academy. What's the name of it again? It's uh, Eden College. Eden, Eden College. Yeah. Eden Academy. There we go. And so they're they're doing this so Lloyd can get close to one of the uh, high up politicians, and I think like influence him in some way or assassinate him. And um, I don't even think it's assassin. I think it's influence because anyway. So that's kind of the main start of the story. And it's just like it's like a really funny and also wholesome show with with a lot of action and and violence and it's it's the best part about it in my opinion is the comedy. Each character is like pretty different. Yor is always like thinking these like gruesome thoughts. She has like the ara ara like airheadedness to her, but she's like she's she's like super strong and super. Um, She's an assassin, so she she just kills people for fun. Not for fun, but for money and uh, her job. She's for um, hire, so like she doesn't work yeah, for... Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, no, she does work for that one guy. So, yeah, never mind. But he's like yeah. the one who delegates, yeah. And I, th- I think their country is like in the middle of a war. So uh, it's, it's supposed to be like a German... It's, yeah, it's supposed to be like a Germany-type country. Yeah. Yeah, it's so Germany-Austria type of thing. Lloyd, the, 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 Lloyd's job is to like do spy shit to keep peace because Westalia Westalis doesn't want war and Astania wants it. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, great show. What do you guys think? Man, dude, dude, man. Oh yeah. Okay. So how far up did you guys read in this in, in mango chutney club? I read up to volume six. Okay. So this is my first experience with it ever. Okay. I, I didn't, I didn't read it. I didn't see what you guys were talking about or nothing. So I always thought that it was just like they're a family of spies and they're actually all really smart and they do shit together, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith shit. And that's not what it is at all <laughs> because yours is not a spy and Anya's not a spy. It's Lloyd who's the spy. And then he just like, you know, ropes them in as part of the – there's like happenstance that happens where your, you know, agrees to whatever. But no, I really like it. I think it's really, really clever. I – I for some reason thought it was Mappa again because Mappa's been stealing all of the <laughs> Shonen Jump stuff, but uh, that doesn't matter. The what what matters to me is uh, uh, there's a couple cuts in that first episode or that second episode where I was just like, oh, and I was just like amazed. I love, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I love the character design as well. It's really genius because Yor is like her personality is just not. Her personality not is not what her assassin personality is at all. Well, it's yeah, a, it's, she she's kind of an airhead out out in the open, and then when her assassin is like, she kind of revels in the <laughs> in the blood. <laughs> so those those juxtaposed together, and then also her looks, right? Like her looks kind of go more with her assassin persona, but then who she, who she is when she's not doing that doesn't really go with her looks at all, kind of. And it's yeah, just, it's and just the, really funny. The funny thing is, like in spy shows, they always have like very attractive people who are assassins or spies but in reality you, you want to be like the most nondescript looking person ever <laughs> you wouldn't want to actually be that attractive but it's a tv show so that's like that's part of it yeah you gotta suspend your your disbelief you, you, you'd want to blend in you wouldn't want to be like oh look at that person you know oh, look at that guy. stand oh, out it's kind of hot you know but like yeah i i i really like it i really like the um the 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 setting because it's in a fictional kind of you know continent with two countries and that's they can kind of do whatever yeah, they want. Yeah, it's supposed to 
what kind of technology is it? It's like it's like show not Showa era, but it's like they have cars and stuff. So like nineteen sixties, give or take. It's got to be a little, yeah, maybe a little, maybe a little older fifties. No, a little. I was gonna say a little younger than that, but because they have like they, he had like a transmitter thing, a briefcase transmitter thing. I mean, they, they had that stuff back then. Oh, spy shit! You're probably right. Dude, World War Two, they had like crazy tech for back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I like it. I like the setting. I like the, I like, I kind of like everything about it. You know, so far, you know, I don't think uh, I haven't really any complaints. But yeah, Danny. Yeah, it's super funny, and I like how they're taking it a little bit slow too. They're not like rushing through the plot points because that's not even the point they of the show. They definitely took their time, especially you, yeah. those the first three episodes, like. First episode was pretty much kind of, you know, about Lloyd and, you know, him getting his new mission and then trying to find Anya and all that kind of stuff. And then, and then like the next three were like, okay, here's your, and then here, you know, them trying to practice on how to be a family and stuff like that. So it's very, they're very, they're pacing themselves with it. Yeah. So, like, and w- so, and we're actually watching this. Um, yeah, we have a watch on the club. Discord. We have a watch party going on, and we're watching this. So, because so you and you and Nick are reading it, right? In manga club, I did not read. Oh, it, I thought you and Nick were okay. So just Nick was in. I mean, yeah. Every time there's like, I think it's like Sen a couple of new and volumes. Everyone else in manga club kept telling me to read it and stuff like that. Oh but yeah, you'd I love think- it. I think at that time I was still on my Tokyo Revengers um oh. hype so yeah like yeah um okay. so I never really picked it up but I think I'm I'm definitely going to read it now that's for sure By the way the cut I was talking about is um the first time you see Yor and she walks in marks a bunch of dudes it's by Ryosuke Nishi Ryosuke Nishi and he did a bunch of like the he was like uh, a key animator in a bu- like almost every episode in um, Promise Neverland season one at Cloverworks. So, um, but yeah, no, Anya is just the cutest. Yours is hilarious, and Lloyd is just like every yeah, time. Lloyd, they, is the, Lloyd is the straight man. Yeah, every time they do something, he's just like, God damn it! <laughs> but he he is funny though. He, he he's like yeah. funny. He's funny in his own way because like he he. He's so serious, but that it plays it plays into the the antics of Anya mostly because yeah. the show is like h- half the half the fun of the show is just seeing Anya's face. <laughs> she has like the yeah. best reaction faces. She's like, oh, yeah, because <laughs> she can hear people's thoughts. <laughs> so, but then she like he, she she jumbles them up too, and it's 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 really funny. Like she's re- like Lloyd is thinking of uh, a person's name for the from the academy when they're applying and she's like trying to recite the name and she completely gets it wrong but it kind of sounds similar enough yeah um, yeah yeah and and yeah go, them going to the academy that might be my favorite episode where they where they uh they're walking into the academy to get tested and like well, walking into the academy is I part mean, of the that's test past episode three no episode, Was that episode four he's talking about yeah. episode two or no episode when one. they went to the actual academy Okay. No, I believe well, either Nick way, it, I'm not, not like spoiling yet. it, but it's it's it doesn't matter what episode it is. It's funny. Yeah. Um You have the uh, oh god, what's that guy's name? The, the old guy with the monocle. Um, elegance, elegance. Henry Henderson. Yeah. He, yeah. His his yeah his catchphrase is elegance. He 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 wants everything to be elegant. <laughs> and so like Lloyd like 
super overprepared for them walking into the school. Like they have every uh, contingency planned for, and it's like, it gets like really ridiculous. Um, and it's just like yeah. that, that, that episode is just really funny. So yeah, uh, everybody should watch the show. I think this is going to be a classic. Um, I, I mean, even it's not going to be like the number two anime ever probably, but I think it's going to be, uh, really it's good. definitely, it's, it definitely has potential to be people's favorite anime of all time. Yeah, yeah. I think it does because, like, it's really easy to watch, too. It, it has yeah. a little bit of everything, which which yeah. makes it, uh, like, a wide audience type of show. Yeah, it's rounded. Yeah. Maybe okay. it will be number two. Sheesh. All right. Uh, the next one. All right. We got – what did we watch? So the list is a little jumbled for us. We skipped a couple sequels because we're going to talk about them later. Yeah. The This one is Yusha Yamas. I'm quitting heroing. Uh, after saving the world, the strongest hero, Leo, became someone who was not wanted in the peaceful human world. He was too strong, exiled. He seeks a job at the Demon King's army, which he had defeated and needs to rebuild. Um, but yeah, like, he basically is so OP. And then when he defeated the Demon Queen, he went back to the village and they were all like, God, he's scary. He's a monster. Like, And so the king exiled him and he was like, fine. I'll go oh, where yeah. I'm. Yeah, now it's coming back to me. Fine, I'll go where I'm wanted. And then he went to the demon queen and was like, "Can you Screw hire you me? guys? I'm going home. Can y'all can y'all hire me?" And so, like, basically, what they're doing at first is the the big bad four, which they call the elite four, is, which is funny. Is like, um, fine, we'll hire you, but we can't tell the demon queen yet because she doesn't want you because she's mad that you kicked her ass. And so it's kind of like a workplace comedy a little bit too. Oh, which is hilarious, because um, Leo is kind of like telling he's like trying to rebuild it, right? Because he he fucked him up so bad that he has to they have to rebuild like everything, right? Not everything, but like rebuild. It's enough to be like a lot of work, right? So he's like trying to delegate, and then he like goes up to the one uh, head sorceress person. Um, and he's like, dude, you got to, like, delegate to people. Like, you hired them. You clearly trusted them enough to hire them because they had good qualities. So you should delegate so you're not doing it all yourself. And it's it's kind of funny. It's really comedic in that way. Um, it's got to uh, – it's based on a light novel, right? Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By um, uh, Hana Amano. Oh, no, Quantum. Uh, Hana Amano does the art. But, yeah, it's kind of – I thought it was going to be... There is, like, some action-y stuff in it, right? Like, there's... Obviously, he's, like, slaying bitches left and right. But, like, he's... It's another one of those things where it's kind of like the overpowered hero trope, which is kind of like a, okay, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. But they, they... The way they work it in into the the comedic uh, parts is really funny. And I do like... I really do like the, the character design a lot, um, especially Stina or... They say her name differently in the anime, but she's the head mage or head sorceress. She's got big, big cans. And oh, yeah, the blondie? Yeah, with the glasses. Everyone's yep. going to call me a boob woman now because I keep talking about boobs. But, like, yeah. And I Pathetic. do like... Pathetic. I do like... Um, <laughs> I do like Echidna, Queen Echidna. She's, like, pink hair with horns. and um, Other than that, though, the animation and art is not too, like... I wouldn't write home about it, but like, yeah, you know, it's like super average at best. It's a, it's another one of those fantasy light novel things. You know? It's kind of creepy too because he has like the little lolly girl who's like, "Let's get married." <laughs> yeah, because apparently the law or their tradition is it's like if you beat one of them, then they if fall you in beat love with one, you. you get a child. Yeah, 
<laughs> something like that. But yeah, what did you guys think? A child bride. Every otaku's I didn't dream. I watch it, so this is not my something I particularly. Yeah, you know, if for. you like if you like a generic fantasy anime, check it out. It, generic fantasy anime mixed with like Sam said, like a workplace comedy type of thing. Um, honestly, I I did not think this was very good. Um, I I think it does have some 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 decent points to it. And once they come out with a dub. I think it'd be more fun to watch, but yeah, honestly, if this you is like the kind of thing you throw on in the background, honestly, if you like those light novel fantasy things that they've been coming out with these past like couple years, then it's kind of funny. Um, the thing is, is that that workplace comedy stuff, which I find to be the best part of it, is probably not going to be all the time. There's probably gonna they're probably gonna throw in some like serious stuff in it, and it's gonna be like, okay, well, what are we? Yeah, doing? they're what trying, are we trying to do philosopher here, stone, you know? I think something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So, um, oh, part of the problem is I only watched the first two episodes. I was only able to get that far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the third one, the little squirrel beast demon is trying to like bring a shipment of uh, goods back to the castle. But the way she drew up her like mission plan was like, we're all gonna ride the caravan and have a really good time. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> and they were just like, God damn it! So then they have to go like protect her and shit. But yeah, it's really funny. Um, it, I, I, I did think it was funny when he he like shows up to the uh, to Stina's like sorceress's bed and he like modulates his voice to pretend that that he's like telling her to do work and she's just like panicking. <laughs> yeah, he he won't she won't wake up, so he changes his voice to like the queen's, and she's like, "Oh my god!" But yeah, starts yeah. groveling immediately. Give it the three app rule. If not, move on. A lot of people seem to like this one, so. But yeah, I mean, it has like, it has a seven point on Mal, which is probably fair, I guess, at least for Mal scores. I would yeah. get it lower, but um, you know, check it out. I probably won't end up finishing this one unless people really want us to. But yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, Skeleton Knight in Another World, Guy Kotsukishi-sama. Tadaima right, yeah. Isekai. This one here is. Uh, I might let you do the summary, but I'll do the other part. So this is based on a light novel. It's an action fantasy, Isekai. Um, and Studio Kai and Hornets did this one. Hornets. Directed, directed by Katsumi Ono. And, yeah, so I, I'm going to let you do the summary on that. I think you do a better job there. Um, Yeah, one day a gamer played video games until he fell asleep. When he woke up, he found himself in the game world as a skeleton equipped with the powerful weapons and armor of his avatar, but stuck with its frightening skeletal appearance. Ark has to find a place for himself in this new fantastical land. All his hopes for a quiet life are dashed when he crosses paths with a beautiful elven warrior, setting him on a journey full of conflict and adventure. Yeah, no, dude fell asleep. Like, Oh, yeah, that's one of the common yeah. isekai uh, death triggers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. This also sounds like Overlord. Yeah, he looks kind of like Overlord a little bit. He kind of does, yeah. Except he's he's a good guy and not a bad guy. But like, and it's the um, show starts out like Goblin Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> two it's ladies like, I wish about they to didn't... get raped. I'm like, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. <laughs> I wish they didn't do that. That was dumb. But like, <laughs> that was a little extreme. But yeah. you know, hey, how, how Tom? How else will I know who the bad guys are? Well, in Goblin Slayer, you know? it kind of sets the tone for the show, right? But for this, it's supposed to be kind of like a. Up, oh, gamer fell asleep. Here we go. It's kind of funny. I am the White Knight, and I saved these ladies from the other men who are not me. <laughs> yeah, it's. Just <laughs> I will say um, though, this show has a really good ED. Oh, we'll talk about it later, but yeah, but like, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. The animation's kind of nice, actually, for 
for being, you know, another fantasy light novel isekai thing. Um, but like, uh, it's, he's, it's really funny because like, he tries to like, he's talking like he would normally, but then he's like, oh, I mean, yes, I'm a skeleton knight. And I, uh, or, well, he doesn't say skeleton knight. He doesn't want anyone to know he's a skeleton, but he's like, yes, I am a noble yeah. knight and I must, uh, I will slay different monsters and get my hero's license. Yes. And then he's, it's really funny. Oh, like, I was right. I didn't even look at the Rex page. So literally the first two recommendations are Overlord and Goblin Slayer. <laughs> which, which is weird because, like, it's not that serious. But, like, I mean, it probably would get I'd say that's later. a pretty good comparison. <clears throat> I mean, if they're just doing that based on the beginning, that's a little off, I think. But Well, that's what, they, of, that's what it was based off. In terms of a masked knight, you know, like, that's I guess that's, you know. But, yeah, if you... I, this is another one of those examples where I basically have said this about a lot of isekais lately, especially in the last few years. They could have just made this a fantasy thing and left it there. They, they didn't have to have the whole. Yeah, because the isekai doesn't doesn't play any Japanese role isekai. in the. Yeah. Yeah. The, the reason Sword Art Online works is like they go back and forth to right. the real world, and it like it actually makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the kind of show where like <laughs> the main pitch was like. We're going to make a show, but I don't want to animate a lot of lip flaps. <laughs> Give him a helmet. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's just my opinion on it. Yeah, um, but now I won't be able to get that out of my head. That's totally yeah. what they did. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, it, I this mean, okay, it adds, actually. I don't it know. adds the inner monologue, you know, like where he's like, oh, shit, I, I have to understand that I'm not in Japan or whatever. But, like, you could do without that. It's not really. Dude, Wizard know. of Oz was an isekai. It totally was. It totally was. We're not in Kansas anymore, dude. I totally like the character design by Toru Imanishi. I think the Skeleton Knight guy looks really cool. Yeah, his armor um, looks cool. He looks kind of like a Warhammer or StarCraft a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of like a... Like uh, ridiculous so- shoulder pads above Yeah, Space head. Marine from StarCraft or Warhammer. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy is like... This guy's been working since like, I don't know, mid-2000s. But he's done character designs for Super Cub, Toradora. Um and uh, uh, what did I say? Super Moritzu Pirates, Fresh Precure, Ragnar Strike Angels. So <clears throat> he kind of like, Space Pirates, underrated show for being like a pretty rounded like character designer. You know, he was just like, here's this really fucking cool armor, and then just put a skeleton in it. GG. You know, but yeah, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I would say, you know, if you like Isekais, you like that stuff and watch it. But I- I'm I'm good. I'm good on that one. I might give this one a chance just in case there's a nip slip, you know? <laughs> God kidding. damn it, dude. There <laughs> might be a nip they slip. really went ham on that first episode. <laughs> they really did. They were like, oh, spell like, Let's put some Saga gun in this part. <laughs> God. Um. Okay. It was kind of weird, though, in the first episode. Like, they started out with the, the bandits trying to trying to assault these ladies. And then halfway through the episode, they replay that scene. And I was like, wait a second, did I just rewind on accident? <laughs> like, what just happened? Oh, yeah, no, they, they introed like that and then showed him, like, doing the powerful thing. Yeah. And well, then they, it showed like, him. Man, then they it, really needed to have a budget cut on that episode. They didn't want to do they, another drawing. Yeah, and then they cut to, like, yeah, the beginning of it or whatever. It was kind of weird. But, like, I understood it, but it was kind of the way they did it was not how So he, he like, recruits it. them. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's Dees. I, yeah, the ED is probably the best part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> to be that's honest when you, that's when you know it's over uh but no J- jk the ed is actually really sick we'll talk about that later but yeah dude um 
The greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. Shijo Saikyo no Daimao. Murabito ni Tensei Sirir. This one, okay. This one is the demon lord. This is literally the one this we is, just talked about two shows ago, except... No, this is like... This is the exact same show as another show we reviewed like a year or two ago. Of, it, it's exactly it misfit like of, the... The Misfit of D- of Demon King Academy. Yes, exactly. It's it's Misfit of Demon King Academy, but not as funny. Yeah. It's just a much worse version of that show. I much rather watch Misfit. Yes. Over this. Yeah. Yeah. This like. Uh, this that's the first one, recommendation on on Mel, but this one, Demon Lord Varbatos, is the most powerful entity of all time. But because he's so powerful, he's unopposed. Everyone reveres him, whatever. He can do whatever he wants. And he's like, this is boring. I'm going to reincarnate as a normal person and have a normal life. And then when he reincarnates, he reincarnates into a 10-year-old kid um, named Ard Meteor. And Art when he re- when he ca- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. When he, ca- when he reincarnated, uh, he came with all his powers and shit. So... God, dude, like a, I yeah. I felt like I had already seen this show exactly. I kind of was like, I feel like this is one Danny and Nick watched or something. Like it, we did also, watch it, the Misfit of Demon King Academy. Yeah, and yeah. it also reminded me of the one, literally the one we talked about two shows ago. Someone's bored, so he goes to the other side. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just kind of like this is another uh, the strongest sage with the weakest crest. Is oh, that God. the one you're talking yeah. about? These this has got to be some kind of money laundering scheme or something. Like how do they get away with this? Yeah, <laughs> it's like the same is, show over and over. This is another fantasy light novel, but uh, but it's is, not only the same; it's like exactly the same. Yeah, Myojin Kato does the story, Hayao Sakura does uh, the art. But yeah, it it it's re, it's an isekai, but in the same like time period and place. It's not like he isekais to like, and they have like the same Japan plot beats too. It's like everything's yeah. the same. Like you, they run into a, a a bully, and they they save somebody from the bully, and that person becomes part of their party, and then they have to fight the bully, and then they have to go on a, uh, a mediocre quest that they think is too hard is not hard, and then you know the teacher's impressed, and they have to work for the teacher. It's like <laughs> I called out every everything that was going to happen. Um, right, and at the the start of the show was funny because like. This character, this demon king, he's like born as a, as a young boy, and he, he's like so desperate to find a friend, and he's so creepy about it. Um, I would say that's the one like catchy part about it is he has no idea how to socialize. Yeah, so, and like, I'm just yeah. like I'm like looking, I, I'm I'm imagining the gif of the guy like opening the closet and looking in the mirror, and he's he's just like the mental, he's like a uh, Down syndrome dude. I'm like, is this what I look like? Like, is this me as an anime fan? <laughs> Just like it's it's like how do you do fellow kids but like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like are are we like this? <laughs> but then so the the first episode is a complete like prologue, and the yeah. actual show starts like um, episode two. But basically he befriends by rescuing her exactly what Nick just said um, by rescuing the mayor of the town's daughter Irina, who's like a elven kind of magic user. And they become friends, and then like the very end of the first episode, it's like several years later, and she wakes him up and goes, "Hey, let's go to let's enroll in a magic academy." And he's just like, "Huh?" And they enroll in a magic academy, and then that's the show, dude. The second, <laughs> that's that's my red flag for anime. Anime red flags. Let's go to the academy, <laughs> <laughs> except for Spy yeah. Family. That one works, but yeah, Spy Family. That's part of the mission. It's part of the mission, dude. Yeah, it's the mission. Plus, plus the lolly is the main character. I don't think we need to say a whole lot more about this one. Yeah. 
Oh, if you want to feel like you're going insane, try watching like this episode two. Just do that, and and you're gonna be like, I've seen this a thousand times. This was definitely the trippiest moment of of my watch this week. Yeah, Nixon and the glitch in the, gl- glitching in the Matrix, dude. It's a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> but like, oh shit, uh, we got a good we got a good one coming up. Yeah. So, and I will say about the last one real quick. The, you know, it, it's 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 mid, right? So like in terms of art and style, it's it's super mid, and the. They they put a lot of of the animation budget into that first episode when they're killing all the goblins because obviously they're trying to hook you in and then after that it just stays kind of mid you know maybe the last couple episodes they'll do something but <clears throat> anyway nah this one dude it's ten out of ten show we don't even need to talk about it next one here okay <laughs> next show the next one is really good Jake, your boy Kong Ming here we go this is the only show that can compete with Spy Family this season so far at least um. And yeah, how how do we want to do this? Here's okay. I'll I'll just start out. So this is this is a PA Works animation uh, based on a manga. It's a music slash reincarnation uh, themes, and it's literally just you have the character Kong Ming, the general of the Three Kingdoms, is reborn into the modern world, and he becomes the manager for a singer named Aiko. And <laughs> that's pretty much the show. And it, he he uses his like medieval strategies to help her ascend in, in stardom. And that's pretty much, that's like the elevator pitch. Yeah. So if you guys have ever heard of the romance of the three kingdoms, it is the romanticization of the, the three kingdoms period. That I refers should read to, that. To refers to Guan Yu, Zheng Fei, Huang Zhang, Mao Chao, and Zhou Yun. And Kong Ming was a, uh, uh, a, a strategist and counselor to, uh, to, I forgot which one, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Kongming Zhuge uh, is is his name, but they so when you watch it, they'll you'll they'll refer to him as Kalme because it's the Japanese way of saying Kongming. But um, yeah, dude, it's your boy. <laughs> this one's good. And it's so, really like, funny because he's he's so direct funny. and sincere. Yeah, like all the time. Yeah, and it it works really well because he like gives examples of like his past like his past life. And like, it's the funny, the funny thing is the other characters aren't sure whether to believe him or not. Like, is this actually, are they like, is this actually Kong Ming? <laughs> right. <laughs> or he's a really good owner, cosplayer. But the you know? owner, the owner believes him. Yeah. The owner the, of the club yeah, believes him. Yeah. And or he appears to believe him. Yeah. And he becomes Aiko's manager because she works there. And then he gets hired there um, with her or not with her, but like after she recommends him and the owner's like, Oh my God, you really are Kong Ming. And they talk about like yeah, because he kept giving him like okay, I have a question. If you're the real coming, then he would know this. What happened to Monsu? Why would you? Why would you send him off to specific question? Yeah, why would you send him off to do this or whatever? And then Kong Ming starts crying. He's like, "Yes, you're right. That was a situation where blah blah." And yeah. he talks about it like it happened like a couple months ago. It's it's really funny, dude. And like the first like ten minutes when he's in there, um. Uh, there, he's in the bedroom of the of Aiko. He's like trying to figure out how to use a phone, and it's like four hours later. He's like, "Okay, so what's the blockchain?" And I'm yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Oh god. <laughs> I was he's like, already a, he's already a crypto guy. <laughs> I was like, "This can't be the actual translation." I have to find out if this is the actual translation or it, not. But dude, it was, I hope it is. I don't care. It is. I now. hope it is. It is it's now. really funny. Um, but he yeah, he would dude. be a crypto dude. He would be a crypto bro for sure. Right, and of course, like you know, here's here's another like reason why you got to do the three up rule. You got to know if. The animation is consistent. And anytime you do dancing animation like that, boy, 
God damn. <laughs> Up and coming animator Sarab Singh, who's an Indian animator, um, he did the cuts for the OP when they're kind of jiving back and forth with their so arms. So good. Yeah. And well not yeah, he not all the cuts, but he did like the um the three it's like the owner and the two friends. And then he did like the first ten seconds of the cut of when it's like zooming in on her singing in the second episode. And it's like the crowd and the lights are going. So good. I just like I'm like, oh this guy's an Indian animator, that's what's up, dude. And he also did um uh Edamon in the new Digimon Adventure. Oh shit. And, oh, yeah, this he, guy's from India, you said. Yeah, yeah, he's an Indian. I think he lives in Japan. Oh, you know like, what? That's that's a pretty that's a pretty common thing cuz like a yeah. lot of they outsource a lot, not even outsource, but like there's there's a it's like an international thing to to yeah, you know, be an animator. Especially when it's like with Digimon, right? It's like um toy, so um, Yeah. But like Jarrett Martin, Jordan Bays, and Sarab Singh, uh they work together often. And uh so this is like the first time where I've seen only Sadib's name in in a few cuts here, but like, yeah, really cool, really dope. It's the animation is is sick. The characters are hilarious, and the voice acting is hilarious. Like the guy who plays Kang Ming, Ryotaro Oki Ayu, he's just so like, he's really good at doing that dramatic subtlety where he's just like, yes, that is what happened <laughs> or whatever. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, he's like really a theater f- actor. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I'm rambled. What about what about you guys? You guys, I think we're all three gonna hang on to this one. Honestly. Oh hell yeah! Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the the animation really holds up on this one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm do you definitely think, uh, obsessed with the opening for sure. Yeah, yeah it's I got like a very very catchy song. That's why mm-hmm. I like this opening better than the Spy X Family opening because the song is better. And and uh, I, I, mean, I would say that uh, the to me, I animation think they're is e- just as good. They're equally as good. All right. Well, you know, one of us is right, one of us is wrong. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I. I. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, dude. It's. It's good. I. I, I watched the first three episodes of this, and um, I just found it oh, really I, funny, like seeing his stratagems. <laughs> like he used like this. Was, I forget the names of them, but it's like the stone maze, something or other. And uh, I think it was like basically, a sabatory stone maze or something like that. Yeah, he basically like creates a fire hazard just to keep people like lost so that they're stuck like at the stage of Keiko. <laughs> like they, they can't find their way out. The only way they can find is the bathroom. <laughs> and because uh, like she gets in a competition with another singer and, and he's doing that. So like he does these these. Uh, these well, tricks. it's not really a competition. It's more of an event, and yeah, it's Mia an event. Kind of, Mia set her up, and yeah. they 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 pretty much made sure that Aiko was was performing the same time as Mia was. So, because as popular as Mia as as Maya is, she is definitely the most popular. So, by having a newcomer who pretty much is a nobody, obviously everyone is going to go see her. Yeah. So that that was like the their main plot to do that. But Komei, he was just all like, nope, that's not going to happen. And he just used, he used his he used battle strategies. T- he used literal battle yeah, he, tactics to trap yeah. the audience. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's so. a captive audience. Um, but it worked, though. Yeah. And then, they, then he had another strategy for the third episode and, and so on. And I, I assume that's going to keep going on. Um, 
I watched yeah. whatever is is available right now. I think there's like six episodes out. Yeah, six. And um, there is a a rap episode which is very interesting. I think I think that one's my favorite episode. Oh, I got to get to that. Yeah, I think Zombieland Saga is on the recommendations list. That's the first one up there. <clears throat> a little bit, a little bit of Carol yeah. and Tuesday because she's Keiko's trying to rise up. Yeah, in uh, stardom. But yeah, this is definitely uh, definitely one to watch. Like this is, I would put this like one of the top shows of the season to pick up and and check out. Yeah, especially also like it's got that fish out of water comedy in it too. But yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. like it almost doesn't yeah. phase him. Almost, he's like I mean? so proper but so sincere. Like he fits in really well because he's he's like very like genuine. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's also like really he's cunning at the same time, which is which is funny. Yeah, and they explain too like when he dies in the beginning, in like you know of old age or whatever. He's like, oh, you know, I'll be reincarnated into a good life, and yeah, that's he, what he wished for. That's like, what this he is an for. isekai. Yeah. <laughs> And this is my kind of isekai. You know, if I am ever reborn, I wish to be born in a in a place where you know there's no war. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they kind of explain like he he's kind of like, oh yeah, I I suddenly can read all these Japanese characters and I'm speaking Japanese like I've known in my whole life or whatever. But yeah, basically, I I just find it really hilarious that when he did get reincarnated, like. He was. Oh, in... that's right. He was in a hall. They he right in the middle of a Halloween party in the streets of yeah. Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, is this hell? And, oh no, my yeah. throat is burning from this <laughs> and tequila. He had, and he was like, he was all like, why do I look like my younger self? Kind of thing. So. Yeah. And so people just thought he was dressed up, and that's what led him into the club because they're like, yeah, let's go yeah. to the club, dude. I like you. But yeah, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> um, great show. Yeah, r- fucking, you know, warlord strategist. From Sangwo Shidai, Isekai to modern day Tokyo. What do you want? You know what I mean? It's really In hilarious. Shibuya. In Shibuya, yeah. Um, okay. Trapped we in the keep dating moving. sim. The world of Otome games is tough for mobs. Otome games, Sekai wa mobni, kibishi sekai this. This is, uh, this one was a one hitter quitter for me. I thought this was stupid. Um, I did not watch this one either. Yeah, the world. Pretty much I did not watch any of the ones that are like. <laughs> isekai yeah the isekais oh man they they blend together so much this is why it's tough (laughs) yeah this is uh based on the light novel by yamu mishima art by monda um yeah so basically um this guy gets reincarnated into a dating sim video game where women reign supreme and only beautiful men have a seat at the table but leon has a secret weapon he remembers everything from his past life which includes a complete playthrough of the very game in which he's now trapped in. And he sparks well, a revolution seems, to... Ch- that seems overpowered. <laughs> yeah, to watch, to watch Leon spark a revolution to change the new world in order to fill his ultimate desire of living a quiet, easy life on the countryside. Yeah, it's it's um, it's kind of like my next life as a villainess because yep. both characters know the plot of the game. Yeah, and I, I will say this, dude. Like, the first five minutes of the first episode were hilarious, right? Because, like... He's playing through this game for his sister because she's like, play through this because I gotta. I'm going on vacation and I want to know, but I don't want to. I don't want to actually play it. And he actually just does it because he's an idiot. And then he's doing like commentary as he's playing it. He's like, okay, what the hell is this now? Like, first we're in a dating scene, now we're in a, now we're doing a tactical RPG battle. What is this? Like, and 
it was really funny. It kind of reminded me of Mystery Science Theater. I would watch a whole anime of just a guy playing through terrible dating sim or virtual novel games. Like, it was so funny. Um, but then, like, yeah. Um, he dies by falling down the stairs because he's so hungry from just marathoning the game that he tries to go to the convenience store. And when he walks down the stairs from his apartment, he trips and falls and he dies. That's literally it. Like, there's no, nice. no truck coon. <laughs> That's like now, that's like the the anime another. He like falls on an umbrella. <laughs> gouges her eye out. Yeah, no, there's no truck coon, man. It's stair coon now. I'm not dying like this. <laughs> oh yeah. man. But so the beginning of it, they're like some royalty BS. They try and send him on his mission to get him killed. And he ends up fighting like this big mecha robot thing with like his knife gun thing. And it's just like Okay, I thought this was like supposed to be funny, and now we're doing all serious. What is this? Like, what is this anime trying to be? It's just like the game. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, right? That's, that's what's weird about it is like the commentary he was making was my commentary for the show, and I'm like, okay, I thought this was supposed to be funny. Whatever. This was one hitter quitter for me. I I did not want to continue. So yeah, I don't know about you guys, Danny. You didn't watch it, right? Or did you one hitter quitter? Or what did you do? Oh no, I did not watch this. Danny's you just avoided like, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you use your time no more way. wisely. Yeah, um, I I really wish I would have. Normally at this point, I'd be telling Danny, "No, you got to watch the shit." But no, not not even like it's just like Danny's just not an isekai person, you know. She's not an isekai I'm really person. Not, yeah, it really depends on what it is. Like I would say, the exceptions of isekais that I do enjoy is like Shield Hero. Um, <clears throat> oh gosh, Inuyasha, uh, Slime, Kong Ming, you know, Kong Ming, Kong Ming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, another one would also be um, the Saint's power is omnipotent. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? As long as the story is one. kind of like interesting, you know, and yeah. it keeps me wanting to see engaged. More, yeah, you know, yeah. I I like it to be engaged, but if it's just you know the typical kind of trope, like dying and then going right into a video game or something like that, that's yeah. You got you have a gamer bro min maxing the game. Yeah, and yeah, then you yeah, have, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just... Then you got the freaking uh, all-power demon lords, and they're all like, hey, this world's boring. I'm too strong for this. I'm going to reincarnate and go to an academy and just be super overpowered. Yeah, they so, want to take The academy ones are worse. I think this is better than the academy. Oh, no, he goes <laughs> to the academy, doesn't he? Fuck. He goes yeah. to the academy, right? He does. He goes to an academy, yeah. Because he has to, like, get a bunch of... Okay, he's going to be married off to this old hag. And then he yeah. gets money, so he go to the academy. And I'm like, oh, fuck. It's another academy show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost turned it off the second they said that. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Nick, do you have any final thoughts? or? Uh, I don't know. I think it's better than uh, that other one. where they, The other academy show, I think this is better than that one. Yeah. But, I don't know. Oh, it's a harem also. I just I just realized Yeah, that. It's a harem and a mecha. All right. Harem, mecha, isekai. Let's fucking go, dude. I hope he gets a mecha in his harem. <clears throat> <laughs> if he gets a mecca in his harem, let me know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's better it's, than the other. Uh, better than the other academy show. You right. know they they're pumping them out. Animations mid, character design is mid, whatever. So, um, okay, Mahotsukai Remeki, the Dawn of the Witch. Dog. Uh, Another one I did not. Watch. I have no memory of this place. Play, play the Gandalf clip, Sam. <laughs> I have no memory of this place. I have no memory of this place. 
So did I watch a- this one? <clears throat> I watched three episodes. Oh no, this is based on the the show that you liked, right? This is a spinoff of Grimoire of Zero. Yeah. So it's it's a it takes place four years later, but it's not about the characters from Grimoire of Zero. Yeah, it's like a spinoff. Like you don't have to have seen the other one. Yeah. But doesn't it help? I don't know. Um, so far, it has not. Okay. And this is there's probably ma- going to be like a cameo or a nod to it, but yeah, because the so basically it's this right, and this is another magical academy thing, but again, Grimoire of Zero is just a fantasy. It's not like a Yusekai or whatever. I don't know if that helps, but um, so basically, this is four years after the burning of the the Sorcerer Thirteen and the 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 ceiling of Grimoire of Zero, written by Zero the witch. And so this Royal Magic Academy was built uh, in the kingdom of Wainus, Wainus to help kind of bring magic more to normal everyday use. And so now like even everybody, just the average like market person can use magic to, you know, grill some fish, bag their groceries or sell you some, you know, for blacksmithing, whatever. And so uh, Sable probably has the worst grades ever. Um, who and he has also got no memory before he joined the the institution. So Albus from Grimoire of Zero, who we all thought was a boy until the very end, um, she's the headmaster. So she sets him up with a training regimen, and where they they go to the south of the country, and it's a chance to get his grades up. So they send him with Rue Christos, the one of the Ooh, professors, best character, best character right there, little lolly girl. And uh, then another classmate, Holtz, goes along with them. And another classmate, who's also a beast fallen, uh, Kood, he's Lizard Face Johnson, goes with him. But yeah, Albus and, and Hold'em, the dog face, are in it right away. So if you guys watch Grimoire of Zero, they were in Grimoire of Zero. But <clears throat> basically it's about this kid going through this academy with this professor. And they're going to do some intense training, get his grades up. And... The deal is that Albus will set up a meeting with Zero for Rue if she completes the program with Sable and gets good grades. So hopefully we see Zero and Yohei, the mercenary, uh, Catface Johnson, uh, you know, partway through or at the end or something. I'm just waiting. I'm not going to keep watching until Catface Johnson shows up and then it'll be 10 out of 10. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I would say the main character guy, like this show is carried by uh, the lolly. She's pretty funny because she's just kind of like the main character is just like not even there, dude. He's just like a blank slate. He's deadpan, dude. Yeah, like there's he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He kind of really does suck. He's not likable yeah. at all. Um, we don't know much about him yet. Like I watched three episodes and it's just kind of like he tries like, to be I this get that good you're person. Trying to, yeah. Th- oh my god. I get that you're trying to make him, you know, defeated or whatever. But you got to give him something. Yeah. How and do it, I attach to this guy? That's why I didn't like it, because at the end of the second episode or whatever it was, he's, like, all of a sudden gets the, these balls to, like, do this ballsy thing to, uh... Because they run into a witch hunter, because there's still witch hunters out there from Grimoire of Zero. And it's like, okay, like, I wish you would have kind of built some of this up, you know? <clears throat> Excuse me. And, yeah, he's not likable at all right now, and I don't oh, know. God, he it's, sucks so bad. He might be he the sucks. worst protagonist th- uh, of yeah. the whole season. So Nick, you watched some of it then, right? Or no? Uh, yeah, I, I think I had uh, I think I had episode two and three on in the background at one point because I fucking oh, okay. forgot. 
but okay. I'm I'm rewatching it at 4x speed, which makes it better, by the way. And mm. uh, <laughs> you know, it has actually pretty good animation. It looks pretty decent. Yeah, it's decent. It's Tezuka it's, Productions. It's, yeah, it's decent. Um, there's a couple parts where I like the effects when Sable grabs the the Luden's staff. I thought was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, otherwise, you know, it's it's just kind of a, a fantasy thing. Um, I, I the only thing that carries it for me, you know, is you know I watch Grimoire Zero. I know that that's about that's about the the thing between witches and beast fallen and yeah. humans or whatever. I think I, I watched like that, that one premise. too, and I totally forgot it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We reviewed it, and I, I, I finished it, and I like witchy stuff. So, like, hopefully, that's what keeps me going. If not, you know, I, I'm not gonna be super on par with it. You know, I would take a straight up sequel, you know, to of, of seeing another adventure of Zero and uh, Catface, but you know, who knows? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the show. Oh man, I'm just seeing it. I'm just like just watching it with speed. Just seeing the main character just fucking dead. <laughs> this guy's so yeah. Okay. I'm done. Like even even Coot and Holt, you know, Coot's kind of a bully, but he's likable he in a weird had, he's way. Got, he's got nothing to him. Yeah, Holt is really likable because she's kind of cute, kind of dizzy. Yeah, it's, it's every she's other got, character. Like, she they give her a backstory, right? And then Sable is just like he's a guy. Yeah, and it's like okay, cool. But yeah, the thing anyway. that bugs me is his character design is horrible. Like no, he's Cr- so plain. Christos, yeah. like she has like. A, like a 10 out of 10 character design. Yeah. yeah she yeah, looks amazing. Definitely. She's wasted on this show. <laughs> she should be in something better. But yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the next one here. So yep. we have, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, Diemon Recipe for Happiness. And this show, it's it's a, okay, this is by Encourage Films, based on a manga. It's a slice of life, seinen. And it is, uh, it's about food and uh Music, I think. Uh, so, oh, Nick already hates it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, dude. Throwing a sport and make it even worse. Uh, okay, so Nagomi Irino returns to his Kyoto home for the first time in ten years when his father is hospitalized. He is eager to take over Ryu Ryukusho. I can't pronounce that. The family's Japanese sweet shop, but he is instead asked to be a father figure to Itsuka Yukihira, the girl everyone calls the successor. That's actually not a bad summary, right there. That's a little little uh, elevator pitch. Um, yeah. So you got this little girl. She's like really, she's really diligent. Great at keeping up the shop. Um, takes pride in all like that. The and then face he, of the, of the little cafe. Yeah. He shows up and tries to help and he actually does start to help quite a bit. Uh, but he's really bad at it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's good at certain <laughs> things. Like he's, he's like good at like playing music and like, drawing attention to them and like marketing them, but she's good at the other stuff. Um, I only got a couple of episodes in. Did you guys watch any of this at all? I watched it. Yeah. It's cute. It's very simple. I mean, it's nothing too extravagant. It's it's like it's similar to um Barakamon and Bunny Drop. So Yeah, a little bit. He's not a father though, so He's not. Um you know, so Maybe I would Barakamon, say it's more yeah. it's more similar to Barakamon yeah. than than Bunny Drop, so Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's not. I like it because this is this is the kind of show that I definitely enjoy, like the slice of lives and everything like that. So, plus, like the sweets that they make are re- look really good. This is one of those shows where the food looks them. so damn good. Yeah, I've never yeah. understood that with anime. I I see anime food and it does nothing to me. It just looks so 
He just looks so pretty. It's so weird. I could see anime boobies, and I and I think of boobies, but I see anime food. I don't think of any. I think of like fucking Play-Doh. <laughs> anyway, you know but it does about. have its it it does have its its funny moments. Um, especially when, uh, what's her name? Um, Itsuka the girl. Or? Yeah, Itsuka. When she got like an order. Uh, for like some sweets and it was like a dozen of them or something. It was a big order, but the people never showed up to um, get it really. So she, instead of like having them go to waste, she went out on the street to like try and sell them, but no one was paying attention to her. So then um, your boy Kong through, Ming shows up. Yeah, no, not Kong <laughs> <laughs> He sets uh, up a Nagamaru. trap so the so the people can't leave. <laughs> he he shows up with a freaking chestnut like costume head on and with his guitar and he st- and he like yeah he's the marketing the guy attention of of people to buy the the sweets and stuff so that 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 was cute. Um, I also really liked the one episode where his ex girlfriend came to Kyoto and they. Itsuka and and the ex were like getting all chummy and stuff like that. That was really cute. And she decided to stay in Kyoto and and she got a job at a like nearby shop. I do want to mention too that <clears throat> the reason why that that end of the first episode is so important is cuz that's when they connect the guy and um Itsuka because his dad is just like, "No, nah, you ran out to be in a band like a, some fucking yeah, loser." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I <clears throat> we did forget to mention that Nagamaru, he he left to yeah. go to 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 form a band and everything like that because his senpai taught him how to play guitar. Yeah. So, and a little thing about Itsuka, um uh Nagamaru's parents told him that this guy came by and just left her daughter here, said he would be back, but he hasn't been back, and apparently he has a guitar. So when Itsuka first saw Nagamaru, she automatically thought it was her father. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, so, not, it's Nagamo, or not Nagomu. Nagamu. Not, not, Sorry. I can't, I can't pronounce Nagamu. it <laughs> Nagamu. Yeah. Nagamu, yeah. Anyways, the, the point is, is like Itsuka kind of resents him because she really loves the shop, and you know his dad and she's like whatever you're a loser right and then then he kind of helps her out with this big order that someone kind of prank called her on and then they kind of connect and it's like oh okay and then he kind of he kind of teaches her these things that about life that kind of just yeah and there's like some some moments where you know you you want to know who Itsuka's father is and you kind of get like these certain flashbacks a little bit of her dad and stuff like that and there are some questions going uh, at least for me that you know um Nagamu's senpai is Itsuka's dad so but they don't really say anything like that they, yeah we don't know yet yeah but i think it's those moments of connection that will make the show good and it's like it's a family like, show because in the second episode they help uh Kanako out you know because she's like uh she's one of those like streaming musicians who hides her identity mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. and then Itsuka yeah. figures out who it is right away and she works yeah. at the cafe and they're like oh shit and then people start calling the cafe because they they start realizing who it is and yeah then so they kind of help her diffuse the situation and they make that connection and then 
it's kind of like Nagomo is like that um, that character who kind of without knowing kind of starts bringing people together. And I think that that's probably what will make the show decent, I think. Yep. We got to keep <clears throat> moving. So I think um, you guys seem to like that one. All right. Next show we have is To Become a Real Heroine, The Unpopular Girl and The Secret Task. And I apparently I watched three episodes of this one. Uh, this is a this is by Studio Ledus, and let's just say they did not drop a Ledus on this one. <laughs> it was okay. Uh, it's it's <laughs> that was a bad joke. It's a music anime uh, with idols, male idols, and school themes. And uh, so it's it's uh, it's about a girl named uh, what is her name here? Oh, Hiori Suzumi, who left her hometown to continue pursuing her passion of track and field. She enrolls in Tokyo's Sakuragaoka High School, and she's searching for a part-time job. She ends up becoming the apprentice manager for her classmates, who are also uh, male idols, and they're a member of the group Lip Lip. And the story is is her with the, her activities, the school, and her managing job, and the idols, and that's you know stuff happens. That's kind of the the main plot of the show. So, what did you guys think of this one? It uh, was cute. I didn't like it. I knew Sam wasn't going to like it because idol shit. So, <clears throat> I mean, um, it's it's diff- it's better than all the other idol group girl shows, you know. Except for Zombie oh, not, Saga. Zombie. not all of them. Yeah, Zombieland. Well, Zombieland Saga is the greatest one. But it, this is yeah, this is more so about her managing the two guys, and they're like an idol duo or whatever. But um, what about uh? What about uh, Lip oh, Lip? God. They're called Lip. The group is called S- Lip Lip. Skip Beat <laughs> is something that I was, I was re- reminded of. I think S- I Skip know. Skip Beat is a better version of that. You guys haven't seen that one yet. Um, shoot, what was the one with the what was the one with the heads? I don't know, but the anyway, busts? I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. But anyway, the animation was really nice. The character design is really nice. That's the only thing I really like Fiori about it. Fiori looks really cute with her little pickled brows. Seco yeah. boys. Seco boys. There we go. That's what I'm thinking okay, of. Okay, Nick is still on his own thing. Anyway, but like, yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I think uh, that's... Kaori Ishii does the character design and chief animation. I think it's really nice. Um, <clears throat> but it's... It's, it's, it's gonna, mediocre. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing it's to mid. rave about. It's definitely mid... I think I may still watch it because it still kind of has. It's not completely an idol show to right, me, right, at right, least. Right, right. I mean, it's still an idol show, but there are other events that are happening. It's and, not just them constantly singing. I feel. Yeah, it's I gotta more say so about though, her managing them. Kinda. Yeah, the main yeah. girl's character design looks fucking goofy. <laughs> her face is like really weird looking. Well, that's part of it because I think like yeah, she's like she's got like she's got like pickle eyebrows, but they're like lines. It's not even like eyebrows. It's I like, love her it's pickled like sep- eyebrows, but they're not really pickles though. It's like it's like she has like old man fucking Saturday morning newspaper eyebrows. It's like but I it's feel like, like what is this? But I feel like that's what makes her more unique, and it works for the show. Oh man, because her eyebrows bug me. She she also she's also not from Tokyo. She's like from the boonies. Oh, that's oh that that distinguishes her because everybody from the boonies so, has fucking uh, <laughs> what is it window like curtain eyebrows? It looks like curtains. It's not not curtains. Uh, they the shades. It looks idle, like shades. The two idle dickheads like comment on it too. Like they comment on her looks and stuff. And you know they're gonna fight over her, and they're they're all gonna like do it. So 
Anyway. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm good. So Danny, you probably will keep watching. I'll probably keep watching it. I, right now, I'm I'm still interested. I feel in like it. it's gonna get better as it goes. Yeah. Because like the first couple episodes were just set up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, sure. I'm curious, like, because we haven't really. Uh, the one thing I am curious and and kind of like questioning is the um, Hiori's two friends in her class. Like, they're set to be main characters, but I haven't seen them in the last three episodes, so I'm a little confused on like why they're main characters. I mean, I'm sure they'll have a bigger role, hopefully soon. So, but I'm. That's They're probably supposed what... to be like um, Toru's friends in Fruits Basket, kind of. Maybe. Yeah, I guess, but they they're not doing a good really... job of setting it up. Yeah. Yeah, and they weren't really main characters either. They were. So, I don't yeah. know. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That's what's up, Doc. Uh, Birdie Last Wing one. Golf Girl Story. This is my Discord name, Nikki Wing. Okay, so first of all, this show is actually not that good. (laughs) Um, Right away, it starts out with like CG golf course, like partly CG anyway. It's Wii Sports. Oh, man, I wish it looked that good. Uh, (laughs) The the animation is just very uneven. It's like really inconsistent. And for like for a sports anime, like I think all sports anime need to be animated really well. Otherwise, it just looks fucking horrible. Cause like, you got to have the sport look good. You know what I mean? This is you can't get away with with cheaping out that much in sports anime. Um, they do like an okay. It's just not. Uh, yeah, the animation's like three out of ten. And even in the first episode, they're doing they're doing uh just like panning shots of uh of uh like still frames and stuff. So like you could tell they had fucking no budget on this shit. Uh, this is Bandai Namco Pictures, who've done basically nothing. Um, they've helped, they've helped on Gintama, but they didn't actually like do the Gintama. Those, those, another, those Sunrise. Um, I think, oh, they yeah, did, uh, this is part of their like moving stuff around. Demon School so. Arumakun, they did that one actually. So. Yeah, that's their, that's okay, their done that. one, which they've is actually that. pretty good. And I've heard that's I good. I really like that That's one. like literally yeah. the only thing they've done besides this one. Yeah. I mean, they've they, done a bunch of stuff, but it, like they, they produce things, but anyway. It's mostly produced. Oh, and yeah. they during Tiger and Bunny. Yeah, Tiger and Bunny, yeah. Which you can tell because, like, there's a lot of um, Bluefin Bandai ads on yeah. their suits Yeah, I mean, and stuff. I, I've definitely heard of Bandai, but, like, this studio yeah. particular, particular, I don't think of them as an animation studio. Right, no, no, yeah. This is part of their moving stuff around because yeah. they moved, like, some things around. I think this um, show, they just put their B team on it or something or maybe even their C team because, yeah, just, it's just... Yeah, which is it's funny because, like, you'll see little thing Bandai things like... um. Aoi's golf ball has Pac-Man on it. <laughs> yeah. And and then one girl mentions how fun Gunpla is. Oh, I think that's also Aoi. She's like, dude, we should build Gunpla. Gunpla so, ball. yeah, the, the basic idea of the show is you got this main girl. Uh, it's kind of like Happy Gilmore. You got, like, a delinquent main character, and she gambles on golf games pretty much to earn a living. And uh, she's known as Rainbow Bullet, and she uses uh, only three clubs, kind of like Tin Cup. <laughs> It's like Tin Cup, Happy Gilmore a little bit. Um, not as funny as Happy Gilmore and uh, Tin Cup. I I don't. I think I've seen part of that movie. But anyway, um, 
she she plays a game with uh, Sam said Aoi Awashi. She's a golfing prodigy, and uh, she's entering golf tournament. And yeah, Aoi crushes Eve in that thing, and then you know starts off this uh, show. I've only seen the first two episodes, and apparently they become rivals. But that's pretty much the first two episodes. Yeah, Eve is like I play golf. I play golf to survive. I play for money, like you know. And then she meets Aoi and plays this game with her, and she's like, "That's the most fun I've ever had playing golf. I want to enter this tournament." Yeah, I mean, it's like man. it's like Samurai Champloo, right? You have the you have the yeah. chaos and the and the uh, precision characters, you know. Yeah, what, and it, Jin Mugen kind of. It gets ridiculous because like Eve does this one shot where she purposely hits a, a hill or whatever. Yeah, so she she, like... <laughs> she uses like brute force pretty much. Like that's her that's yeah. her trump card pretty much yeah and it's just like okay that would never really happen but it's it's anime you know whatever but yeah i don't know dude yeah the animation is really yeah the animation is what kills it to me yeah um the character designs look pretty decent yeah and i like eve i like the eves i mean they they do show you the strategy like they they give you like diagrams and stuff and like they'll zoom in and like do like the computer the computer uh uh what do you call it not like this, not CG, but like the computer, like graphic of like where the ball is gonna go, and like here's what they're trying to do. So if you really, really like golf, then then watch this anime. <laughs> but other than that, it's it's not like it's okay, you know. For being a thing about golf, though, they do make it kind of interesting because obviously, yeah. if you watch an anime about golf, it's like that could be really boring. But this I feel like golf always out. has to have comedy. Yeah, it has to have comedy or it has to have this ridiculousness to make it or like interesting. something supernatural like Legend of Bagger Vance or something. Yeah, this is kind of th- there's definitely some some weird like Kamehameha shit happening in here, but uh yeah, I don't think I'll keep watching. I I I, I it's interesting enough like I want to kind of see like how ridiculous I can get with it, but like I don't know. We'll see. I'll I'll give it a few more probably and then we'll see. Yeah, same. Um, All right, Danny, I think that's it for... Well, wait, wait, hold on, Danny. I what didn't did... watch it. Oh, you didn't, didn't watch, watch it. it. Okay, got okay. it, got it. Okay. Let's move on. Favorite OPs and EDs real quick. So that was that was our batch for this week. Yeah. OPs and EDs. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Nick, you go first, I guess. Oh, my show sheet is frozen. Uh, My OP was your boy Kong Ming from the show. I don't... I can't pull it up because my page froze. Cheeky, cheeky, bum, bum. That is definitely the catchiest OP so far. <laughs> yeah, the dancing animation makes it And the so dancing good. animation is really good. Yeah. yeah, it has a really good song and a really good uh, animation. So great Sakuga. Yeah. Great animation. Mm-hmm. They're, they're dancing around. Uh, I like how they're doing the different styles of dance, too. Like, they're doing the Kong Ming, like, old, super old-fashioned dance. Not even old-fashioned. Yeah. That's, like, ancient. He's like two thousand like years a, old or whatever. Like a like a Chinese theater ritual kind of like yeah. opera, Chinese opera, yeah. And they mix it up and like they got all these different outfits like flashing on the screen and stuff and like glasses and just blinged out Kong Ming and it's fucking great. So that's yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um my favorite OP was Mix Nuts by Official Hige Dandism for a Spy Family. Mixed because nuts. they just went they went literally nuts with it. Honestly, like the just like the different colors and really creative. I love the song. The song's cute too. Yeah, officially. I think it's a dandism. super generic song. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you're out of your mind. Really great animation though. I the reason I mean I think official D- Hige Dandism is perfect for it because they're really good at mixing like uh, 
jazz, jazz and rock and like modern rock. And so they did they did a uh, crybaby from Tokyo Revengers. Um but uh yeah, yeah like the, even just the yeah. animation. Oh my gosh. I didn't even realize yeah. that. Yeah. And so like the, even just the animations like the the transitions and the creativity that goes into the opening, I think I yeah, love I, I really love the, the, the style and animation of it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what about you, Danny? Favorite OP? Uh, see, this is really hard because I like both of your picks. Yeah, we kind of picked all the good ones. Do it, Danny. You know what to choose. <laughs> Can I choose both? <laughs> no. <laughs> One pick. I like, I like them both, though. I really like them both. Um... Oh man, okay. I'm gonna go with with Spy Family because that I I ah uh, yes no I I am going with Spy Family. I will say it's a slightly slightly above average song. Slightly. <laughs> I'll revise my average. score of the song. It's slightly, slightly above, above average. average. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. But I think it just takes a while to get answer... going. It gets it doesn't get to the chorus for a while. Yeah, but honestly, my real answer is both. I love them both. But if I had to choose, it would be Spy Family. Spy Family? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, ED, Nick? ED. So I chose from the show Skeleton Knight in Another World, Bokuroga Oregadadana. I can't pronounce it. Bokuroga Oroka Danante. Dara Gaita by Dialogue go. Plus. Dialogue Plus. Imagine having that cool of a band name, Dialogue Plus. Yeah, that song is legit. That right? song is a bop, dude. The ED is your typical ED, you know, kind of a little. Yeah, the animation happen. is like Dece, but yeah, the song is like, whoo, whoo. Yeah, that's where it's at. But yeah, that's that's also my favorite ED. So I couldn't think of another one. That was the one I remembered the most. So. It's just uh, like the, the, the chorus of the girls, like, immediately it starts out, like, hype. It's like this, this like, it's like heartbeat, you know? Right, right. Uh, Danny, favorite ED? Um, I'm going to go with your boy coming ED by uh, 96 Neko and a couple other people. It was just cute. I I like the little chibiness of them. It, it's super simple because they're. It just shows, you know, little chibis of like the bartender and everyone else just at the bar and random people just walk around and stuff or sit at the bar and stuff. So it's just cute. It really sets the tone of the of the show as well. Nice wrap up of what like you know what's going on. Yeah, like that like, yeah. wrap up premise wrap up or whatever. Yeah. The OP definitely hypes you up for what you're about to witness in this episode, and then the ED kind of wraps it up. Nice little sandwich. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There's the first batch of spring 2022 first impressions. We will bring you the next batch next week, obviously. Let us know what you're liking so far. Favorite OPs, EDs, anyone? What's your favorite shit? Let us know. I don't and think also, anything's beaten Kong Ming for that OP. <laughs> honestly, yeah. And um, I don't know. We yeah, still and have if we our missed anything, batch. let us know too, and we can try and cover it next week. But yeah, that being said, 
Hope you guys enjoyed that. I love you guys very much. Thanks for listening every week. I've been Sam. That's been Nick. That's been Danny. And we've been the Anime Summit Podcast.